0: Welcome to the Mindset for Life podcast. This is Bethany, your coach from drbcoach.com, coaching with power, purpose, and practical tools to help you show up with confidence. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Today, we're going to talk about that voice inside your mind. You know, the one talks to you. Do you ever think about what you're saying to yourself in your mind? This is the voice. Some call it the chatterbox, like Susan Jeffers. Some call it your inner critic, like most life coaches I know. Maybe it's just our own thoughts. If you are interested in feeling more confident and in control of your life, becoming aware of your chatterbox is critical. Today we're going to take a look at the inner voice inside our heads that is busy developing our mindset. I'll share two strategies to keep it from taking over. Then I'll let you know about a challenge to try for the next week. It's going to make you stop and think. It's going to drive a wedge right into automatic thoughts that run in your mind and tell your story. This is going to be fun. What is the inner voice in our heads? That voice either coaches us or questions us. It has more power over our commitment and success than anything else. Maybe you think, I don't have a voice in my head talking to me. I'm just thinking my own thoughts. Well, I disagree. I think there are two of you in there. One is the you taking the actions and living your life. The other is your voice on the inside narrating about your life. Let's call that thinking you do your chatterbox, your inner voice, your inner critic. The power of a chatterbox is that it feels like our real authentic self. Because it feels like our own thoughts, we trust it. We believe it like it is who we are. Sometimes it's pretty innocent and sweet. It asks a question or it tries to comfort us. It reminds us to send a birthday card to mom. It tells us to drink more water, get more sleep, do something we ought to do. But this inner voice is not always helpful. Sometimes it asks innocent questions to get us out of hard work. It brings in doubts, criticism, and thoughts that can act like brick walls. Some thoughts that come from our chatterbox seem so reasonable We accept them and let them define our experience. We think we're being wise and cautionary. Here's an example I experienced yesterday. I used to exercise pretty regularly until about 2014. Then after I began my weight loss journey, I walked for exercise, but I really didn't do any other kind of exercise. I know walking can be helpful, so I had felt pretty good about that. Then this year, daylight savings time stopped and... It was time to roll the clock back an hour. When this came around, I thought, so now I can do something different. I'm just gonna keep getting up at the same time and I'll exercise during that hour. Sounds like a good plan, doesn't it? Instead of getting up at six o'clock, I'm gonna be getting up at five o'clock, which used to be six o'clock until the time change. This might be the best time to start my exercise habit. Great. Here's day one. I get up and go downstairs and put in an exercise video. There's a lovely and slender woman dressed in 1980s exercise gear with her leotard, cute leg warmers. There's a whole room full of other people all dressed in variations on the theme of 1988 pastel colors and exercise clothes. I follow their lead and I begin the workout. Where they are moving to the music with medium or heavy hand weights, I take it easy and either use no weights or just little two pound weights to make sure I ease into this new routine. You know, I wanna be sure I can get through the workout and keep my commitment to myself. So I start simple. I surprise myself by doing the exercises well and I move on with my day. Day two. I had previously decided I would use the strength training video every other day and then walk on my treadmill on those days in between. This day is easy. I'm more tired than the first day, but walking is simple compared to day one's aerobics with weights strength training video. I walk early in the morning and even overachieve by walking a little at lunchtime and a little more in the evening. My fitness tracker logs many more steps than I usually fit into one day. I'm feeling good, but I also notice in my arms and shoulders that my muscles are a bit sore from day one's exercise. Here comes my chatterbox. My inner voice says, hmm, I hope I can get through my plan for day three and build this morning habit. Day three. It's time to work out again with my little hand weights and my 1988 aerobic strength training video. This entire workout is 70 minutes. It's totally dark outside. Everyone else is sleeping. I'm proud of myself for getting up, but my muscles are definitely feeling less than enthusiastic. I follow the leader's warm up. I hop along with her lunges, her grapevine steps. I pick up my little two pound weights and do deltoid sweeps and bicep curls. And the french press overhead and then she says let's get down and do push-ups so i'm down on the floor starting these push-ups my chatterbox is saying why am i doing push-ups i'm still sore from monday's workout i could never do these remember junior high school it starts to feel more difficult and as i'm going through the set of 15 the super fit woman on the video says "Ooh, this is tough And my inner voice says She looks like she exercises for her full-time job. Did she just say this is tough? If they're tough for her, why am I doing this? Is my mouth really dry? I think it might be time for my water break. It's still a victory if I just let the video keep playing while I go get a glass of water, isn't it? That will let me get to the next section so I can squeeze in more aerobics without making this take longer than it should. Have you ever experienced that? That inner chatterbox? talking you right out of doing something. I think it would be great if my chatterbox just automatically said, I have worked hard and I deserve to be this disciplined. My results are going to be amazing. Or maybe my inner voice could say, doing hard things energizes me. I love this challenge. Bring it on. This could come in handy in eating healthy, eating more as I believe I should. For example, it's not about whether I do a diet correctly as much as it is about doing what I believe in my mind and here is the right thing to do, or to live in a way less likely to invite any kind of self betrayal. So, I'm gonna share two strategies today to gain power over our chatterbox, that inner voice, or at times that inner critic. Strategy number one don't entertain its questions. Instead, turn that around by asking questions back at your chatterbox. When I'm thinking and having this inner dialogue, it is so interesting to notice when my chatterbox starts to question me. It might say something like, why am I making myself do this? This is hard work. Or why do I think this new habit is going to work? I haven't been great at staying with new habits in the past, especially hard ones like getting up early to exercise. What am I even getting out of this? here's a principle that can help with strategy. Number one, the person who is asking the questions in a conversation is generally the one with more power. Let me repeat that. The person who is asking the questions in a conversation is generally the one with more power. Let's just assume that's true. As long as my chatterbox is asking me questions, no matter how innocent they seem, It has more power in my brain than my desire to change or do hard things. If I entertain questions, I might lose my motivation. Self-doubt is going to creep in. And just like little mice, my thoughts are going to go everywhere. They're going to poke holes in whatever takes me out of my comfort zone. So what if instead of entertaining the questions in my head I can't answer without eventually giving up... What if I started asking my chatterbox questions right back? And what if I did this in a way that made it more difficult for my inner voice to answer me? Maybe I start getting creative to see how many positive questions I can ask or even crazy questions. Okay, here is how that conversation might go. My chatterbox might say, why are you up in the dark when everyone else is sleeping? Maybe you need more sleep. What if depriving yourself of that sleep they are all getting is going to make you sluggish all day? I could come back and refuse to entertain those questions. Maybe I act just like they are a distraction tactic some teenager is asking me, and I start asking questions right back. Here's what I might say. What if getting up this early is just exactly the one thing I need to disrupt my old habits and make some real changes? Why aren't others getting up this early and figuring out how amazing this is? This power over What I might think I want to do, like sleeping, isn't it amazing? What am I going to feel like after I've done this every morning for a week? What feelings would I like to have when I've proven to myself I can do hard things? What new challenges am I going to try when this gets easy? If I turn that conversation around and start questioning the questions my inner voice is asking, it's going to have less power to stop me and to put up those brick walls. I'm going to get leverage to make it listen. While I'm doing those day three push-ups I wanna walk away from, I would ask my chatterbox, what might happen if I try these and find out I can probably do this? Can I do push-ups where I'm only moving a few inches? Would that be an easy way to get some success right away? If I do just little push-ups today, how can I increase that during each workout until I can do big ones? How quickly will I discover that I can do full push-ups? What will my upper arms look like when I've done this for a few weeks? Will I feel stronger? I can take the entire set to start asking my inner voice questions about possible positive outcomes to shut it down and keep it from asking questions that make me doubt myself. This conversation is a fun challenge to invent all sorts of questions to keep my inner critic distracted. Like, do people who eat push-ups play the piano better? Can push-ups make me have stronger leg muscles? Or maybe, what kind of music would I like to have on this exercise video to make it more interesting while I'm doing these push-ups? Okay, strategy number two. Instead of asking questions, I can flip the conversation. If I just turn things around, I can turn doubt into certainty and I can make it more empowering and even funny. So I might flip the inner dialogue, like when it's asking me, why are you doing this? And I could just turn that around and say, I am doing this. Why aren't you getting up to get a glass of water? I am waiting to get water. I can just flip that, turn it right around. Something important to keep in mind here is that your chatterbox is often coming from a place of either fear or fatigue. So when you're facing your fear, whatever kind of fear it is, whether it's fear of success, fear of hard work, fear of high expectations, whatever it is, fear of failure, you want to look at that inner voice and ask yourself, what excuse is it really giving you? And what excuse is that giving you permission to not do? If you could no longer use that excuse, what would you have to do instead? Would it simply be to just move forward and and do the work? And why not just tell your inner critic you're just going to do that and do it right now? If you let go of all those excuses and challenge that inner critic's voice full of excuses, you can create those positive affirming statements that say, I am working hard, I am powerful, I am taking courage and taking action, and I am activating my choice. Now, keep in mind, your chatterbox is really, really helpful in emergencies. This inner voice can bring us insight and comfort as well, but when we're trying to start a new habit or make some kind of big life change, It's generally gonna try to convince us to just get right back into our comfort zone and asking questions back and turning that dialogue around can help us keep moving forward instead of being fooled by these premature warnings, self-doubt, or internal criticisms. So I'm gonna close this week with a simple challenge. This week, start noticing what you are saying inside your head. Is it encouraging? Is it the chatterbox trying to keep you in your comfort zone? And as a bonus, if you really like a challenge, consider trying out one of the two strategies to silence your inner critic. Either ask it questions right back until you shut it down or flip the statement around or both. If you give this a try, I'd really, really love to hear about it. So stop by my Facebook page at Dr. B. Coach and share. Let me know what you experienced and how it worked for you. Thanks for listening and best wishes for a confident and joyful week ahead. This has been a podcast called Mindset for Life by Bethany at drbcoach.com. To find me on the web, you can visit my blog or my website at www.drbcoach.com. That's D R B C O A C H.com.